wrestling fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining us as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady Kayla. Hello. And our resident adjuster, Jolie. Sup? Oh my god, can we just say that 2020 needs to kick rocks already? Sure. I mean, this has like been like freaking unbelievable, especially in the wrestling world. It's like with coronavirus, everything's been transferred over to the Performance Center. And all the backlash with that. And you got wrestlers stuck all over the world, can't travel. And now this week, British wrestling just practically exploded with the hashtag speaking out movement. Accusations all over the place regarding some independent and wrestlers under the NXT UK brand, naming just a few. Jordan Devlin, Lahiro, Travis, uh, Travis Bay, well, Joe Coffey, I know he's with UK, and then some of the independent ones, David Starr, Marty Skrull. <sighs> this has just became a nightmare. And then, like, a few accusations came up, and then the floodworks came in. And lists have been going all over the place as far as, like, different wrestlers, different brands, accusations here, accusations there. Kayla, what's your take on all this? Um, just, like, a part of me, like, why now? Um, because, like I said, I was looking at that list that obviously came out. Um, just a lot of it. You're just, um, people that were accused of different things. They've actually gone through that in their life. Why would they do it to somebody else if they've gone through it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little, you know, difficult to actually understand. Um, it kind of reminded me of last year um, when Vince McMahon decided to bring back XFL. Mm-hmm. Um, where when he brought it back... Shortly after, someone says, oh, I got raped by Vince McMahon. And then it goes away. I think it was a part of XFL was afraid that NFL was going to take over or whatever. But, you know, the charges got dropped. I mean, why would you just want to come up and say that? I mean, right. it's either, let's take Matt Riddle, for example. If he did it, he did. If he didn't, he didn't. But mm-hmm. if this happened years ago... Why do you want to try to ruin somebody now? I mean, I know you want to speak out, speak your mind, but like you said, um, I'm writing an article about the COVID-19 thing for um, WWE for everyday fan. But um, basically, I agree. Can we just reboot 2020? It has a virus. That's not going away. (laughs) COVID-19 is lingering around. The speaking out movement has lingered around and it's basically, I feel like wrestling is going in the same position as if college football, football, mm-hmm. other football, hockey. So at this point I'm over 2020 and we're only halfway through. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I can't believe I didn't mention it, Like all of the protests that have been going on because of um, all the, because of all the, stuff with George Floyd and the Black Lives Movement, uh, Black Lives Matter stuff and, and everything. So it's and like getting back to the accusations, it's like the 
the list keeps going and getting longer and longer, but it's like some of the people on this list, it's like they've been accused before. The accusations are coming up again. Um, fabulous Moolah's on this list, and she's deceased. It's like, come on. She ain't coming back for you, sweetheart. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> nah. Nah, not happening. And then it's like, you have some people on this list, it's like accusations come up, um, and it's like automatically denying it. Yeah, like you said with Matt Riddle, because he said that uh, him and Anna, actually him and his wife, were mm-hmm. saying that they've had problems with this woman before. They've gotten legal, their legal teams involved. You've got people who uh, some have actually admitted it and got slapped in the face for it. And some are just accu- like coming out and automatically denying it. And it's just like everything's all over the place with this shit. It's driving me nuts. Jolie? Um, to go off something that Kayla said, um, Unfortunately, when one story is told, the floodgates open, and I am one who normally believes um, the women. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but again, when there's if there's evidence to be presented to the offender, whether it's male or female, because on this list there are some female offenders. So and men have also come forward with their stories too. So yeah, yeah. But um, the one that actually kind of rubbed me the wrong way was Jimmy Havoc and how AEW said, oh, we're sending him to rehab and therapy and then you've got Jack Gallagher um, who just gets booted from the WWE. Mm-hmm. And you've got Riddle doing everything, but like AEW's like, oh, well, you know, he can get therapy. No, from what I read, he is an emotional terrorist who caused physical assault and rape. There is no therapy for that unless you're going to cut his dick off. So, point blank bottom line, yeah. <laughs> so AEW needs to cut ties completely. I mean, WWE has the balls to cut ties with somebody like Jack Gallagher, who's only been accused. I mean, there's just so many people. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just this, this list that somebody put out, whether it's past or present is just horrible. Like these are people that I liked and it's like, yeah, your your mystique has been shattered. Um so yeah, kind of uh sucks on that. But the one that actually I'm still kind of on the fence about is why is Candice LeRae on this book? Yeah, it's like yeah, I hadn't seen one tweet about her and then all of a sudden she pops up on this list, but in correlation with another person. So she popped up. You've got Corey Graves popping up. You've got Cassius Ono, Chris Sabin, Darby Allen's on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, David Starr, who I swear to God I thought was gay. <laughs> I mean, Cornette, we already knew he was a fucking jackass. Um, yeah, he, he can kick rocks. Edge um, was on there. Edge was only on there for... Uh, hazing, which everybody knew about. He took a shit in somebody's bag along with Orton, so... Yeah, because Orton's on the list, too. But, you know, you've got the Joey Ryan uh, flasher, sexual assault, harassment, intimidation. Justin Roberts is on here for contacting a minor. Um, But I'm sorry, I I will say this, but I I think um, Velveteen Dream is done. They're saying that there's been more information that's come out about Patrick Clark of actual messages from him that I've seen around. I think um, I think his days will be numbered at the WWE if they don't get rid of him soon. 
because right. that's just yeah and uh some of this other stuff like you know and it also depends like the one that got brought up that like everybody was questioning was the tyler Bate situation where apparently he solicited somebody to go back to a hotel room when they were both drunk and yeah. she said no and he said okay and he didn't force her yeah okay. it's like yeah it's like she asked i mean he asked she said no that was the end of it, but and then, but then he gets roped into this. That I don't get. I mean, unfortunately, it is um, you're gonna have people get roped in. It's like um, I saw a name on here that shocked me. It was Meredith Bell. She's an indie indie mm-hmm. wrestler, totally sweetheart. Like you know, it's like I kind of want to like message her. Like, why is your name on this list? I'm not gonna go on there. But the funny name on this list, and I will say this out like you know. When back, what was it, early last year, mid last year, when Will Ospreay and Seth Rollins had their little feud? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and now it turns out that the Golden Boy, Will Ospreay, and his wife are uh, not so uh, shiny and that they blackballed somebody who was raped by one of their best friends. Yeah. Will Ospreay, go suck a dick. Yeah, and apparently he, he went online and kind of defended B. Oh, that I like said, that. that that was the most disgusting. Yeah, no, he he can go pick whatever size dildo he wants and shove it straight up his ass. I mean, so, it's like I mean, it's, it's it's like I'm it's like I'm giggling. This is not a laughing matter, but it's just like it, it's like, it, but it's just like it's la- It's like I giggle because it's crazy. This this whole this whole week has been crazy with this stuff. It's like you would cry if you weren't laughing. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. I mean, even even Travis's Banks is, you know, him stating that, you know, she was 17, it was technically legal. Yeah, but you're still her teacher, dude. The one that I didn't that didn't shock me and I was like, yeah, I already knew that was when they said the Briscoe brothers. So I'm like, yeah, they're from Delaware. Delaware is a bunch of homophobic jackasses. That's nothing new. But yeah, like I said, the the ones that like kind of like stood out to me the most that like why are, I've never heard anything was Candace, Corey, uh, mm-hmm. Cassius Ono, Chris Sabin. I mean, it is funny that Bram is on here because everybody knows the story. If you read Charlotte's book with her dad, everybody knows how he completely mentally abused her. So, and then of course there's Al- Alberto Del Rio. He needs his own page. Yeah, there's been so much about him brought up over the years, and it's just, like, unbelievable. <sighs> Man. And then, God bless Pete Dunne. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, poor, this poor soul, he's stuck over in UK because of COVID and everything, and he's been trying to, like, stay face with all this, is, is try, like, try to get ahead of it a little bit, too, because it's, like, he... He's putting himself out there. He wants to create. I mean, he wants to create change, um, and he's diff- getting diff- different people involved with it and everything. And it's like, I, it's like him and the good, the good men over in, in UK. It's like I feel sorry for it because it's like they're like getting a brutal, they're getting brutal backlash because of this too. But it's like as long as they like help get in front of it and help create change, then I'm all for it. So, I mean, so Jolly, it's like, so, with, whether these people are with AEW or WWE and everything, do you, do you think they should be at least be suspended for now until stuff gets clears up or automatically terminated? 
I believe that they should be suspended uh, while investigations, um, especially with the likes of Legaro. Some of the stuff that's coming up after the fact with him, he needs to go, unfortunately. Um, Devlin needs to be investigated because apparently he's come out and said um, some things, and apparently his accuser is no longer talking to people. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I do believe, like, you know, if there's evidence to help prove cases, um, it should come into light. It should be investigated, and it should be, uh, people should be suspended. Mm-hmm. He should be stripped of the title, um, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but things need to be, you know, all right, this is how we handle it. Suspensions for everybody on this list while we investigate. If you're wrongly accused, we will retroactively take care of that. But if it turns out that this is true, then you got to go. But again, you have to look. Another thing you have to look at is that they, five years is what a rape case. Statue so, what's yeah. what's the statute limitations for this? Yeah, exactly. We, because if they did this when they were young and stupid, then well, they were young and stupid. If it's more recent, then well, that, that's a whole different story. But if it's like like with the Tyler Bate thing, if it was in the past, or if it was with Matt Riddle when he was cheating on his wife, which she knew about it and then called him out on it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, no, definitely needs to be suspensions just to, I think, not only please or appease the masses, but also to quell fears and stuff like that. Because you got guys like Mustafa Ali, Big E, especially Pete Dunne, um, and I think Devon might have said, no, you know, Hurricane Helm said stuff, like Keith you got Lee. a lot of, Keith Lee. You know, you got all these people coming out, men, mm-hmm. which is which is amazing. Yeah. So, so it definitely needs to be um, talked about. Definitely, Kayla, you agree? Absolutely. Um, like you said, um, Julie said, you know, it's either suspend them, don't get rid of them. If you can prove it, um, then you know you ought to go. You got to go, but. Um, I really don't think they should terminate them until they can actually prove or actually have some kind of valid proof. Um, Because, I mean, that would be like someone going out there and filing something against us. But we're like, wait, what? Huh? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, uh, where's this proof, honey? Huh? Proof. So, yeah, I definitely have to. I do agree. If it does come up with your name, either WWE, AEW, whatever. Um. I would say um, uh, suspension would be the best until proven otherwise. The only thing I can say with that is like Gallagher, they must have had enough against Gallagher to give him the axe. But, um... Poor guy. But, uh, I know this was like a heavy topic to start with and everything, but us being women and just like with the serious nature of this topic that this came up this week, it's just like uh, we just felt it was like our responsibility that we definitely needed to address it. Okay, so besides that, we did actually have some wrestling-related stuff happen this week. Of course, all, over all shows. Monday, after Raw, we had Raw Talk. And one Charlotte Fair, Flair, a.k.a. the Queen, was on there. And she definitely had some issues, some comments to say about people who were getting under her skin. 
in the form of Nia Jax and Sasha Banks, saying that they were entitled because they were away for some time and then automatically came back and were put into title pictures. And I think it's happened to her too, but lately she's had the latest grief she did have was she had been Asuka twice, although one of them was a countdown and both of them were due to Nia Jax interference. She, she didn't have a title match until this coming up Monday. But either way, uh, Kayla, I mean, I'm sorry, Jolie, do you think, did Charlotte have a point? Well, yeah. I mean, she, like Becky, have been two of the hardest working women. Even Bailey, those three women have been the hardest working women going forward. Um, in all honesty, Charlotte does have a point. She's been working nonstop. Um, and while Naya was away for injury and Sasha went away for mental health, it's like, why is it fair that they automatically get thrust back into the title picture? Because as soon as Sasha came back, she was in a against Becky. And now that Naya's back, she's going against Asuka. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things like, well, okay, well, they're away, but you've got people like Liv and Ruby and Bianca Belair. Why do, why do these women cut the line when women have been there? Like I, Naya, I'm sorry, Naya needs to go. I mean, I'm okay with Sasha because Sasha has put her dues in and she just mentally just was drained. And a lot of people actually had uh, issues with that with Charlotte coming after Sasha, but it's like, you guys have to realize, she's playing a character, she probably called up Sasha, and said, hey, can I bring this up? Because we all know that they're close friends. Oh, yeah. And so, it's just like, you know, whether it's for storyline, or for what have you, I believe Charlotte Flair is correct, that, you know, women who have been busting their asses nonstop, um, deserve more title shots than than Naya or even Sasha and Sasha's a champion again and please for the love of God break them up because Bailey's pissing me off <laughs> <laughs> it's like how many more matches can uh, Bailey volunteer for I mean damn I know right <laughs> oh my god yeah I know oh, he's right but I swear it's like yes Charlotte did beat Oscar twice she is getting her match on Monday and I know this Episode's going to drop after Monday, but I, I sort of, part of me feels like if for any reason Charlotte does win the title on Monday, it's going to be a slap in the face to Becky. Oh, definitely. I definitely think it would be since uh, I have a feeling that she handpicked Oscar to hold the title. But again, this could be a Becky moment when she finally beat Oscar, and this could be, you know. Which I doubt they're going to do it. Um, I think Nia's going to interfere because she feels slighted because she decided to attack a referee and the referee decided to fast counter for being a bitch. So, you know. Well, she, I, was either gonna get fa- she was either going to get fast countered or disqualified. Your, your choice. <laughs> either way, she needs to pay the $250,000. Wait, what was it? What did $100,000? I'm sorry. Uh, that's it. $100,000 that Charlotte had to pay when she touched a ref. You know, Nia needs to pay that. And you just go back to the end of the line. Exactly. Kayla, what do you think about all this? Um, 
I can honestly see where a lot of people would come from Charlotte's um, point of view. Like, oh, her dad was this champ. Oh, she's only, you know, the daughter of Ric Flair. Um, I can understand that can get underneath someone's skin. Um, but Charlotte's actually right. Um, I know a while back she had, she went out, had surgery, whatever, I guess was her boob job or whatever she was doing. Um, <laughs> but, um, which could actually could have killed her. Yes. That's true. That is very So true. she wrestled with a ruptured implant mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 34. Deathly, like she was, she, if it was something happened, she could have died from that. So, again, people putting her down for that. Is, it was but, surgery. It was surgery. So, but anyway, sorry, go ahead. But I'm saying I respect her for that because even if that was the case, how many other times has she been missing? If she is not cutting a promo in the ring, fighting for a title, um, she's always either backstage or she makes her presence. So if you want to be realistic, she is the only one I see there every day. Um, there's others like Nia Jax that comes back straight to the title shot. Um, I'll give you another hint. Iconic straight to the title shot. Um, but as far as the really people I think that should step up would be Liv Morgan and Ruby and them for, you know, actually being there, working their butts off. And I'm going to go jump on the wagon here when Jolie and just say, please break up Bailey and Sasha. Because <laughs> the way she keeps throwing her in matches, I would literally... Who's, who, who's going to be next? Is she going to put her in the match with Braun Strowman? <laughs> I mean... Or at this rate, we might be seeing, you know, Shayna Baszler or somebody. I don't know. Which I still laugh about. I saw the video the other day of uh, Shayna making Ray pass out during Money in the Bank. (laughs) (laughs) But no, um, break up Sasha and Bailey because I do love Bailey, how they got her going. Um, But yeah. Bailey, start wrestling your, uh, start putting your own self in matches instead of volunteering Sasha. Or Sasha, won't you start volunteering Bailey for matches? There we go. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's if like, she vol- thinks she's, if she thinks, so she, because th- Bailey thinks she's the one, she's this badass champion that nobody can beat her. You start making matches. You know what? For the heck of it, she can't. Bailey can beat anybody, huh? Put him in there with Braun Strowman. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely a squash fest. <laughs> knowing Braun, no, knowing Braun of how I heard how sweet he is, he'd probably be like, I ain't touching her. Let me, just right. fall, let me just fall over and just get the pin. And Sasha will be like, really? You're supposed to. <laughs> You're supposed to take care of her. What, Jolly? But speaking of Braun, can we talk about the return of Follow the Buzzards, Bray Wyatt? I I did not see what, that one coming. It's full I, circle, and you saw Braun just pale. Shook. Yeah, it was... Shook. I think that was definitely... Lord, I apologize. I am on vacation. I cannot control the sounds around me. 
But anyway, besides the point, you know, I mean, the the fact, like, you know, you had Braun doing what he did, and um, assholes, um, you know, he calls out his Bray, you can't do nothing, you don't can't, you don't scare me. But then he goes back to to original Bray Wyatt, which is still probably, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the Fiend, but the original Bray Wyatt, that song, the follow the buzzards, the run, the we're here. Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. Love that. I can't wait for that. I always loved that part. I always loved when they when they traveled wherever they were. Like for example, I'm going to use my town. Um, let's say if they were there live, he'll be like Anderson, South Carolina. We're here, and blew it out. I loved because it was funny. I told mom. Um, I told my mom one time. I mean, I was never a huge Bray Wyatt fan, but I always loved that. Um, but I told my mom and I said, wouldn't it be cool if he started stating the um, city and state and shortly after they, they did. And I think when they were supposed to be in, uh, was it Greenville? They were supposed to be in Gre- Greenville, South Carolina one night and then be in Greensboro, North Carolina the next night. So they were saying, uh, we're here like he forgot where he was at but you know I'm, i like that and i like the fact that um i'm going to jump on the big e big e does that wherever they are now it's just what is it fans at home or whatever people at, people at home but um but yeah um like jolie said the lantern and the old bray wyatt gimmick was probably the best still don't like bray but maybe if he's bringing that back it might be a little bit more interesting maybe yeah. and does that mean Braun's gonna you know maybe realize he wants to bring the white family well of course it's only gonna be them two because you ain't got luke harper or eric well, rowan no more so well yeah, yeah now, you, now you got now you got luke harper acting like vince mcmahon which i heard that the, the Brody lee character has completely gone downhill from what people are saying <laughs> um like the Dark Order had such promise, and it just went. Um, and Eric, you know, they could actually, honestly, their talks. There's talks about bringing some of the big guys back. Um, and he, I think he's one of the ones that were on the list because people actually did like him, and he was one of the ones that didn't cuss out the WWE, didn't freak out on the WWE, and was just like, you know what? I understand what's going on. This is a business, so mm-hmm. we could honestly see Eric Rowan come back. Which would be interesting, especially if they bring him back, because I honestly liked him better than Luke Harper character. To be per- like, I I always liked the 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 uh, Eric and the Rowan and not Rowan, yeah Rowan and um, Braun tandem over Rowan and Harper. Yeah, my husband was always a um, Harp uh, Harper fan. Just leave the giant spider behind, Rowan. Robot right? spider. Robot spider. <laughs> yeah, we we, de- we definitely know uh, Zack Ryder will not be hired back because he keeps mentioning it every time he joins to pr- promote a new shirt. I'm sorry, but you know what? That company kept Zack Ryder being able to buy thousand dollar action figures. They get gave him the opportunity to do comic cons and podcasts and. The like, bitch about the WWE all you want, bitch about all that all you want. They still paid you money to to sit and back and eat food. 
Oh, God. Boy, did we, boy, did we shift all over the place with that one. <laughs> all right. NXT. Uh, Re- William Regal has done it again. So you have four NXT heavyweights in the ring on Wednesday. Adam Cole, the current NXT champion. No, 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 no. It's through. Are you talking about what's coming up or this, this, what passed? Yeah, this, what happens, how, how we're getting to that. Okay. Okay. I got confused. Okay, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you got four NXT's heavyweights in the ring. NXT champion Adam Cole, North American champion Keith Lee, The Prince, Finn Balor, and Mr. Gargano, who can't get his head straight these days. And they're barking about, like, becoming double champions. William Regal comes in with a huge bombshell announcement that this coming up Wednesday, there will be a triple threat match for the North American Championship between Gargano, Lee, and Finn Balor. The winner will go on to face Adam Cole for the NXT Champion. Winner take all. OMG, Kayla. This could go either way, depending how WWE wants to take it. Um, I because I don't see Keith Lee losing the NXT North American Championship, but then again, he goes up against Adam Cole. I don't see him becoming NXT champion and a double champ, and then I don't see Adam Cole being a double champ. So it's just there's so many different options that could possibly happen, and then Gargan, um. I mean, it's it's really hard to even really say who I would even want to be part of that because I love Keith Lee, I love Johnny Gargano, and obviously I love Finn Balor. Um, I don't know, man. I think I'd be happy either way, but out of all four of them, if you throw Adam in there, we're going to have Adam Cole two belts. I mean, but in my opinion, I think it's time for Adam to lose it. So, if I really honestly have to choose, do I have to? (laughs) You don't have to. You don't have to. But either way, but either way, as far as a triple threat, I would say I would really, you know, see Keith Lee get built up and get the title. Um... I would like Finn Balor, maybe, you know, get him back in the title reign. Um, Even Johnny at this point, you know, maybe put a little bit more. Like you said, Johnny's been running around crazy, acting wild, lost his brain every which way. Maybe that might put his head back on a little bit straight. I don't know. But whatever happens on Wednesday, I'm going to make an announcement in the chat at EDF Sports. I will not look at it. Please create a chat by yourselves and talk about it. I don't want no spoilers. I don't care if Finn Balor becomes uh, Prince Two Belts. But anyway, either way, however it happens, um, this will be dropped. So I'm going to go say, good luck. Look, ugh, I can't even speak. Good luck, gentlemen. Let the best man win. Uh, just a side note, folks, 
uh, Kayla works three to eleven Eastern time. So yeah, in no no extra DMs her way, no nothing on the chat her way because it'll pop up on her phone and she'll it'll go nuts and she'll go nuts. Yeah, because I'll see pro wrestling. I gotta sit there with the be in the department head. I gotta check it. So first thing, I'm gonna be like, okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you know what time NXT's on, so just ignore it during that time. Well, see, that's the thing. My break is at 9.15 and 9.30, so I got to know what's happening. So it's like... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, this is going to... I heard all this, and I'm like, going, oh, my God, where do they go with this? And, Jolie, there's also another factor to figure into this, isn't there? Which factor? There's so many. Uh, You've got uh, the Dexter... Dexter Loomis factor. He could do it. The Candice LeRae factor. Oh, I'm talking about Mr. Hourglass factor. Tick tock. Oh, yeah. Keith Lee did break that hourglass. Yeah, I have a feeling that um, somebody is going to uh, kneel and pray very soon. But, um, I will say this, it's time for us all to bask in his glory, and it's going to be very limitless when Keith Lee retains and becomes Keith Two Belts. Uh, now, actually, I called him, on, on Twitter, I called him Two Belts Lee. Changed it up. I changed it up a little bit. No, or uh, because, what? It, he may he might go the Bailey route and say, "Call me Keith Lee Dose Straps." Nah. Yeah, no, 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 Yeah. Um, besides, Bailey really needs to take that back. She has created more lesbians. Stop. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, okay, I'm good. No, but if I if I do, I mean, if I do have to predict a winner out of all this, um, I've been all I've been at the mindset for a very very long time that Adam Cole needs to drop that damn NXT belt. Um, I don't really consider him the greatest. Yes, he's held it for over a year. He broke he broke the Finn Balor's record. I don't consider him the greatest of all time because he didn't win it all the time by himself because he had his three little minions out there with him, and it's like it's like one of those. Time, it's like back to the days of like evolution where he couldn't do he can't do shit by himself, and so it's just like in the end my in the end I definitely would prefer to see Keith Lee walk away with all of it. If anything, at least him maintain his title and then the NXT Championship match in like in a DQ or something, and then they'll fight it out later. But yeah, Karrion Cross is getting involved with this somehow because yeah, because Keith Lee, love you, love you, my Texas brother. But yeah, you should not have broken that damn hourglass. Tick tock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I know this. I, I know I didn't really write this down as a topic and everything, but we brought it up like several times, so I might as well address it. Um, okay, so last week. Um, Paige had her thoughts about the women's tag titles as far as like the needing to be represented more, defended more and everything. And then 
and then Bailey and Sasha win the belt and have practically been on a whirlwind tour now because uh, with them on all brands and everything. So, so Kayla, it's like, I mean, so is this becoming a good thing now that uh, Bailey and Sasha have the titles? And it's like, I, it's like, is is this better for the titles and everything, getting the exposure, or is this like delaying the inevitable? It's like, what do you think is so far their title runs? I kind of like it. They're defending it a little bit. Um, kind of gives other people opportunities. Um, because in a way, um, it can be kind of how can I say? It can kind of make a good run with it, but then again, you think about it, you really don't have your female tag teams. Um, I mean, you got Bliss Cross Applesauce, which I absolutely love. Um, then you know, and then Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox was like an awesome tag team. Um, iconic's not so iconic. Go away. Um, (laughs) And then, of course, you have, you know, Oscar and Kyrie, the Kabuki Warriors. But, like I said, there's really no tag teams out there. And I like it that they are defended on each brand, but it's the same people over and over again. And I think for you to do that, I you need to just start throwing people together. Well, not really throwing people together. Kind of, you know, find... Find some way to maybe create more teams a little bit better, make it a little bit more interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about titles, so help me the Iconics get them on Monday, or <coughs> oh, excuse me, get them on Monday. I will riot. I say this every time, and it's so far it's worked. <laughs> I will riot Raw. I will riot SmackDown. And. Because they ran with it the last time, where it was Paige when they, she was with the Kabuki Warriors, trying to get them to defend the titles, and they're like, and she goes, "Listen, you need to listen," mm-hmm. you know, mocking them. So, um, no, they don't need to go back to the Iconics because they will run with it. They don't want to defend it. So, but I do like how they're, you know, getting another opportunity. But we kind of do need some more women tag teams in there. And I will say, I will say there's two tag teams. One could probably be more realistic and happen before the other one. Um, But I would really love to see Beth Phoenix and Natalia get those titles at least one time. Mm-hmm. Um, And then my awesome, most fantastic dream match at, well, not dream match. Dream tag team for the females. I would love to see. I think I would cry if it happened. Uh-huh. Paige and AJ Lee. That would be a miracle. I know. That's what I'm saying. That is a dream tag team right there. That would they be can, a miracle. But I know if... I think if, you know, if Paige ever got cleared, to be honest with you ever got cleared, and I'm pretty sure she won of those tag titles, I'm pretty sure she can get AJ to come back. Hey, just one night only. Just say (laughs) we won them, you know? One night only. 
I'm pretty right. sure she can probably get him to come back. Um, but yeah, that's my thought on the women's tag team. All right, Jelly, what you think? They've definitely uh, followed through with what they started out with when they originally won the titles. They wanted to defend it on all three brands. That is what they're doing. Um, and unfortunately, it's not going to be Natty and Beth Phoenix. Oh, no. We're going to get Natty and Lana. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's going to be a nightmare. That, that one is just... just no, dear God, no. Um, there is some talks that they might be bringing um, Naomi to Raw, but we'll see what happens with that to team her up with Bianca Belair, which is a tag team dream. Uh, I mean, you also got Carmella you could put with uh, Naomi. Get the fabulous glow going again. I mean, if Becky wasn't pregnant, I would say put her with Naomi, and that way we can get straight flyer, uh, straight glow going again. Um, yeah, unfortunately, like I said, Natty is supposed to be there. There rumors that she's going to be teaming up with Natty or with Lana. So I was just like, fuck, because apparently we still have four more years with that bitch. Um, which again, I also heard that they might be bringing Rusev back because Rusev hasn't really been out there signing anything so we don't know anything about him um but yeah there's i like the fact that they're they're doing it and the iconics do not deserve to win the titles honestly um if they're going to have anybody win it it should be somebody that is going to actually want to defend the titles and um maybe actually give it to an nxt tag team because you know they they deserve it um, I would honestly love to see uh, either Dakota and Raquel get it or um, Tegan and Shotzi because uh, that match was a fucking banger. Part of my language. Yeah, it was. Um, and, you know, I'm all for shiny balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, uh, there are, I mean, they want to, both teams, I know both teams want to go second round on that one. And then, um, yeah, Jolly, like we, like you were saying, it's like um, if they don't have anything creative for Bianca as a singles competitor, they need to get her going with a ta- with a tag team at least. And so perfect. So it's like if they bring Naomi to Raw, perfect. Then Nia to SmackDown team her so she can uh, hook up with Tamina. There, done. Nah, but um, yeah, it's like I am glad that the tag team titles are finally getting a. I mean, they were on NXT before, but it was like a one-time thing. And so with them getting a whirlwind tour now, it's like I'm all for it. And I know it's not going to last because we eventually need to have Sasha and Bailey direct one-on-one. And speaking of, okay, speaking of, end of NXT on Wednesday, of course, Sasha and Bailey retained the women's tag team titles, only to be greeted by the current NXT women's champion, Io Shirai. And booting both of them out of the ring and saying, this is my NXT. And Sasha, during an interview, uh, um, stated that EO wants to say that this is her NXT. Well, I made NXT. She's just paying rent. And so with all of the back and forth and everything, I, Jolie, it's like I have a feeling that we're 
going to get EO versus Sasha, and it's like it needs to happen sooner rather than later. What do I you think, think it's Survivor Series. It's it's, it's Sasha's going to have the title by Survivor Series, and we're going to get the dream match of uh, uh, Asuka, hopefully, please, God, EO, and Sasha. You don't think it might happen sooner with just those two? No, it's it's it'll because you're gonna have her feuding with Bailey. So, but I, what I'm think it's it's you don't want to put interject somebody into a feud. So right now the best bet is to have Sasha and Bailey do their stuff and then have Sasha have the title by Survivor Series, and then have leading up to it an invasion where EO just goes after her. All right, cool. All right, Kayla? Um, I'm going to kind of agree with Joey a little bit on this. Um, Survivor Series, it's going to be basically what they did last year. It's going to be, well, Zoska still. Well, anyway, basically, it's going to, I'm just going to say that she has the title of Survivor Series. Um, Asuka as your Raw Women's Champion versus your NXT Champion Io Shirai and Sasha Banks as your SmackDown. So I think probably by Survivor Series it's going to be those three battle it out. And um, probably more than likely she still might be upset so Bailey might get involved. <laughs> like he took my belt! He took my belt from me! <laughs> Man, it's like with those, it's like when those two finally pop off for their feud and everything. I hope there's some kind of a like it's a live crowd again and not just something at the performance center. I don't know if um is gonna wait that long for it, so they're hurting now without fans, to be honest with you. Yeah. It's just, I know you got some of the um, I know, I know. We got the NXT performers and performance center people in there. Um, but you remember when COVID-19 first started and there was no fans. Like, Roman comes out like, uh, this ain't weird. I mean, you just seen their reaction. Right. Like, those, fa- I mean, some of them even heal her face. Some of them, they... They depend on those fans to keep them going. And you could tell that they were missing it. Even some, you know, some of the um, the boos and the cheers now, it's not the same because you have little crowds, but it's different. So it may not be 2020 that it happens, but I do know when live, all this goes away and live shows where we can sit in the stands, um, those arenas are going to explode like it's never exploded before. Oh my god, yeah. It's like um, no, but um, yeah. It's like I mean, it's like I said at the beginning of the show. It's like twenty twenty can kick rocks already. It's like this is enough. I mean, this is enough already. <sighs> but I mean, I know like with there's like all these all the stuff coming up for the next few weeks and every few weeks coming everything with uh, NXT like. Going head to head with AEW's fighter fighter fest and everything, it's like I know NXT is going to be popping off with a lot of like heavy storylines and everything. And then 
I know this episode's going to drop like after Monday night, but we'll just, I mean, Monday's going to be a championship night, so definitely see what happens with all that. Uh, Joel, are you expecting any surprises on Monday with all the title uh, matches? I possibly see um, Street Profits losing. I can see Viking Raiders getting their titles back. Um, or whatever we call them now. I don't remember. Um, I see Oscar retaining, but it's probably DQ because Nia can't keep her fat head out of anything. Um, I hope our truth retains and, oh, and the Iconics lose for the love of God. Wait, who's our truth defending it against? Akira Tozawa. Oh, yeah. Our truth retain, please, buddy. Just, (laughs) no, just no. Kayla, <laughs> uh, any, any surprises for Monday? Um, honestly, probably the only title that I get I can actually see changing hands would probably be the Raw Tag Team. I think Viking Raiders, War Raiders. I think it's Viking Raiders. Viking like Julie Raiders. said, okay. Like Julie said, whatever they call them these days. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, the good-looking man and the not-so-good-looking man. Okay, that's hilarious. I <laughs> find that so freaking funny. Because <laughs> cause when you look at the two of them, Ivar's not the good-looking one. Oh. It's actually Eric, so... Or oh, Eric's married. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's hilarious that they, they're getting all these people in on it. It's hilarious. But um, I see them getting it back. Um, I think the Street Profits had a good run. But um, I think the Viking Raiders are going to get them. The Iconics just need to go away. Like I said, I said it earlier. I will riot. Please, no. I will personally send them back to Australia myself. Those are some expensive tickets. (laughs) Those are some expensive tickets. Oh, I didn't say how I was going to do it. I'm going (laughs) to grab them by the hair take them to work, shove them in a refrigerator, and tell them to send it to Australia. Do not open. <laughs> You're going to have to put air holes in there. Come on now. Yeah. Like, drill them. <laughs> like that. Um, they have a bottom. The bottom piece is open, so they'll be alright to breathe a little bit. <laughs> God. Oh. We here at Belly Up do not... Or, yeah, not Belly Up. I apologize. We here at Queen's Takeover do not suggest kidnapping anybody and shipping them by a refrigerator. Please excuse our boss lady. She knows no better. She's missing her boyfriend. I'll go put a sock in it. <laughs> no, that's what he uses. I've been... Okay, 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 okay. I will keep that oh. to myself. Is it a tube sock or a knee sock? All right, all right. Jolie, we will fight at the end of this. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, please excuse my calls. <laughs> Both of them. Oh, okay. For Monday, um, Sasha and Bailey retain. Um, I'm hoping another tag team interferes. Uh, the 24-7 title match is going to be funny as always. Uh, let's see, especially with the Zawa's 7-3 ninja he has by by his side now. Uh, let's see, Oscar retains, yeah, Nia's probably going to interfere somehow. I'm going to hold out hope that Street Profits retain too, but we'll see what happens. 
Because <sighs> you never know. Okay. So, oh, this has been a crazy episode, up and down and everything. But what, what more can you expect from us here at Queen's Takeover? <laughs> All right, that's all we have for this episode of the Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us, and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. Bye.